Hey everybody, this is Geneva of Geneva's Closet Talk Show. Please make sure you like and share this video and subscribe to Geneva's Closet if you haven't already done so right here on Anchor. And you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Matter of fact, and stereo at what? At Geneva's Closet. And you can email me at Geneva's Closet22 at gmail.com. Now let's talk. Today we're doing the version of Closet Talk again. This is Closet Talk and good morning everybody. It is 6.04 a.m. Thursday morning. I'm up always early. Just can't help it get up early because usually at this time I'm getting up going swimming or going to work out. But I've been going every day this week and I got to go tomorrow and Saturday. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go today. I might not. But since I'm up drinking my coffee, I said, well, let me talk to the people about the other thing that was on my mind for the past few days that I a little bit for maybe about a second brought up yesterday when I did my recording. But we're going to talk about it today. And today we're going to talk about raising adult children. Um, I don't know if you all have ever heard of the little podcast thing that just started. It's still in the beta stage, but it's called Stereo. And you can actually um, talk to people. It takes two people to talk. It's like a podcast and they have avatar faces. Well, anyway, the other day I was on Stereo. You can check me out over there at Geneva's Closet with a friend of mine, Essie Berry. And I forgot what we were talking about, what the topic was, but we ended up getting into, into female relationships, women having relationships with other women, friendships with other women. And what I noticed during that conversation is that not only myself, my friend, but the ladies that we were talking to, um, did not have good relationships with their mom. And that's where this conversation is coming in at raising adult children. What I realized is that, or what I have seen or noticed, is that when you don't have a good relationship with your mother, it tends to not, you tend to not have good relationships with uh, female friends. It's hard for you to make female friends. So now let me really get off into the story. My mother didn't really have the best relationship with her mom. Didn't, not. Not, not, did not necessarily, they did not. She did not have a good relationship with her mom. And then my mother had me, I'm her oldest of three children. And me and her totally bumped heads and things like that. And then I had my first daughter and me and my first daughter totally bump heads. And now my daughter, first child was a daughter. And even though my grandchild is not seven yet, she'll be seven next month. The way things are looking, even at the age of six, going on seven, it looks like if my daughter don't try to figure out what she's doing wrong, they could eventually end up bumping heads. And there go that generational curse that um, the apple don't fall too far, far from the tree. I don't know if it's in the Janes, but it's something that is literally going on. Now let's go off into me and my daughter's relationship. I tried to do everything. She's my oldest of four children. The um, age difference between her and my second child is four years uh, I tried to do everything that I possibly could to raise my children the right way and teach them to be close and all of us to be a family. I had her when I was 17 going on 18. My mom had me when she was 16 going on 17. I'm not sure how old her mom was when she had her, but I think she could have been like in her 20s. So she was a little bit older. But I tried to do everything that I possibly could, but we have totally been bumping heads ever since she was about 13, 14 at age that they say the teenagers 
start giving you problems or preteens start giving you a hard time. And because she was my first child, it was my first time ever dealing with these things. So I didn't know what I was doing or how to handle the situation. And because me and my mother didn't always have the best relationships, bump heads, I didn't always go to her with things and ask her her question or ask her questions or her opinions of how she thought that I should handle it. So I was literally majority of the time just sitting there trying to figure out what should I do. And once I think about it now at the wonderful tender age of 42, I totally should have went to her and asked her, mother, how do I handle these situations with this child? She driving me crazy because I know I drove my mother crazy. I know I did. Like I know I did. But anyway, so, um, a few days ago, it was my daughter's, maybe about two, three days ago, it was my daughter's 25th birthday. And let me just say this, we're not talking. And why aren't we talking? Oh, nothing that I did. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> to be perfectly honest with you, excuse me, this has been going on. Well, this part of it has been going on since September last year. September last year, we went to my third daughter's, um, my youngest daughter's graduation from the Air Force. And everything was fine. Me, all my children were there. We were in Texas. It was a beautiful event. And everything was wonderful. We talked. And we all had a family discussion about family. And everything was fine. Then after that, we all went home. And my daughter started acting a little weird. And then next thing I know, she wouldn't answer the phone and anything anymore. And she didn't want to tell me anything anymore. And I didn't understand what was going on. I was... Like, baffled. Like, wait a minute. Everything was just fine a few months ago. And then by the time January or February of 2020 came, it was still weird. And I was still trying to figure out what's going on. And it literally just lasted for a while. The children were supposed to get me a gift for my birthday. It didn't happen because my oldest daughter was all over the place and was trying to figure out why are you all over the place. And I'm trying to contact her and she's not responding to me. And I'm like, why are you not responding to me? Responding to me was going on. And then it was a thing with my children where they're trying to communicate with her, but it's difficult to communicate. I mean, it was just nonsense that it shouldn't have been because I didn't raise my kids to be all over the place like that. I didn't raise her to be all over the place like that and not communicate with your family, but this is what she chose to do. So just recently, if I'm not mistaken, either, either August or September, a family member passed away. Now, mind you, I still haven't talked to my oldest daughter all this time. She lives in a whole nother state with my granddaughter, Miss my granddaughter, whole nother state, haven't talked to her. Family member passes away. I tell my my other children i don't tell my oldest daughter because i'm not really talking to her because this is how i work let me tell you how, how i work i have realized that with family members because because we don't choose who our family members are you know like they say that all the time we didn't have the luxury of being able to choose so we get who the fuck we get and sometimes those people that you get you're not happy with and you feel obligated to deal with them because they're blood and they're supposed to be your family well i say if they're making you feel a certain type of way don't feel obligation to cut them the fuck off. That's the best way to deal with it. Cut them off until they get ready to talk, to be open to whatever. And then you are ready to let them in in the hopes that things are going to or have now changed. And hey, do you boo. But in the meantime, to keep a family member around that's negative, that's mean, that lies a lot, that can't never take the blame, that just can't, 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 and can't. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I didn't talk to my daughter the whole time. That, that whole time this year, didn't say anything to her. 
just cut her off. She don't want to say nothing to me. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to make myself feel any sort of type of way. Plus, I know my child. Any type of reaching out to her, she don't respond. Because if she don't want to say nothing to you, she ain't going to say nothing to you. Okay? So, don't get me wrong. My birthday had passed. Did she text me on my birthday, which was March of this year? She could have. I, I don't remember. Mother's Day, I don't even. I, I don't think she said anything for Mother's Day. So, now by the time August or September has gotten here, family member passes away. I tell my other children. My other two children tell her. And they also mention to her, maybe you want to call mom. You know, maybe you want to say something to her. So, then she eventually calls me. I try to squash everything that has previously happened. That I don't even understand why you haven't talked to me. What is going on with you? What I mean, like, I just, my auntie, my my aunt had just passed. So by the time she calls me on the phone, I'm just like, hey, how you doing? You know what? Everything that happened in the past, let's squash it, let's move on. But really, I'm not even that type of person. I hate elephants being in a room. I need things to be explained. Explain to me why. Why did it go like that? Like, what is going on? But nevertheless, this is what I said. So she came from Arkansas to Illinois for the funeral. And she came, brought my granddaughter, was very happy to see my granddaughter, spend time with my granddaughter, say hey to my daughter, you know. And, you know, at the time she was 24, because now she just made 25. I'm hoping that when she came in my mind, I'm hoping and praying that she opened up her mouth and say something on her own. You know what, Mom? I want to talk to you about what what happened. Even though deep down inside, I know that this is not even the type of person that she is. She ain't even on that level yet to come to me and say, Mom, I want to talk to you about what happened. Or, no, she will leave an elephant in the room, a big, fat, purple, uh, polka dot striped elephant in the room, just 10 million pounds sitting there, just in the middle of the living room. And she will literally move her head to the left and the right to watch the TV. Won't even say, why the, why the hell is it a big-ass striped polka dot 10 million pound elephant that's just how my child is so why i was hoping i don't know but anyway she came whatever and in the midst of her coming i ended up realizing that she didn't really come to spend any time with me it wasn't i don't even know if it was 100 percent for this funeral she's here to go hang with her friends now usually when my daughter comes my other children are here my my other daughters are here. Her sisters are here, but now they're gone. They're out the house. One daughter's in Japan. The other one is in Arizona. One is, you know, one is in the Navy. One is in the, the Air Force. So they're not here. And my son was with his father. So this was really the first time that it was only me and my daughter here. And then we have this elephant in the room. So it was a little bit weird, but I was hoping that she was going to talk and say something. I didn't want to push anything too much because if you start questioning to her too much, yeah, so what you been up to? So you have any friends? Are you dating anybody? She starts shutting down with that stuff. She's just a very secretive person. This is my child. So tried to have some conversations with her. You know, we communicated a little bit, but then I started getting the feeling that she really didn't come to see me. She really came to see her friends. You know, she really came to hang out with her friends and maybe wanted me to babysit my granddaughter, which I didn't have a problem with my granddaughter because my granddaughter's smart. She's six years old. She talks. She, you know, very smart girl. Totally enjoy hanging out with her. She's not a baby anymore. That baby stage, oh my God, that just got on my nerve. But her being this age, I love this age because I can question her and ask her things. Yeah, so anybody been bothering you touching my grandbaby? And then, you know, she'll tell me at this age. So love it. But... That's besides the point, girl. You know that you ain't even talked to me all this year. If it wasn't for um, my aunt, your a great aunt, Dan, then 
we still wouldn't even be talking if it wasn't for your sisters telling you that your aunt and dad and maybe you want to call mom you wouldn't even be talking to me yet and still you come over here don't say nothing about the elephant in the room haven't apologized and saying mom i know i've been acting weird and you didn't do anything wrong you just come over here really say a bare, bare minimum and next thing i know you kicking and hanging with your friend and got me babysitting so then so that night that i noticed i was babysitting she didn't come back till maybe like 12 o'clock midnight um, and then when she came back, it wasn't even be like, okay, I'm back. She came, she got a door and left to, with her friend that she had brought over to my house. And even though she had brought a friend of hers over to my house, it's a girl. And I was like really agitated about that. And then another thing I was agitated about is that when she left, she left my living room a mess toys and stuff all over the place. Now, I know that this happens when my granddaughter come over. You know, certain parts of my house becomes a mess because she got her toys and stuff everywhere, her blanket all on the floor. And I don't say anything, even though I don't necessarily care care for that. My daughter know how I am with cleanliness. But whatever, I don't say nothing because I know they're only going to be here for a few days or a week or, you know, in the past, whatever. I'll clean it up when she leaves. But this time you come and you get your grand get my granddaughter and you leave and left my front room a straight mess, toys all on the floor, floor, pillows not fixed up the way they should be ottoman pushed all the way to the side made me feel some sort of type of way i went went and fixed my living room and stuff back up went to sleep next day my daughter eventually comes back and when she comes she come back talking about she tied with this story that really didn't make any sense on what really had transpired the night before but i told i said to her i said um daughter um i just wanted to let you know that um you left my front room uh, a mess when you left and uh she said no i didn't i cleaned it up and I said, uh, no, you didn't. I came down here and cleared up. And can you believe, cleaned it up. And can you believe people, she started raising her voice. First time that has ever happened. She started raising her voice. No, I didn't. No, 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 I didn't. I started picking, no, I picked it up. And, I, and I'm looking at this child like, really, mother? <coughs> at that very moment, I said, Essence, are you, child, like, are you raising your voice and stuff in me? And uh, I can't remember what exactly happened, but I know that everything that I had been feeling for that whole year and the year before totally came out at that moment. Girl, first of all, don't you bring your ass in my house thinking you're going to sit up here and yell at me. If you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, you can get the fuck out of my house. And then her response was, oh, oh so you saying that you want me to leave? And I don't know why she said it. Uh, bye. The fuck you do? You gonna see, you think you're going to sit up here and raise your voice at me when you done left an elephant in the room, done sat here and treated me bad for a whole year, and I don't even know why? And then you think you're going to say, oh, so what, you want me to leave? And you think that I'm going to be like, no, nah, don't leave just because you came from a whole other state that took you nine, about nine, ten hours to get here? Girl, get the fuck out of my house. And this is nothing against my granddaughter because I know you're going to try to take it and flip it and make it seem like it has something to do with her. It had nothing to do with her. She's an innocent angel in all of this. It's you that I have the problem with ain't saying nothing to me all this time come over here didn't apologize ain't really tried to talk to me get it all out in the open you damn near done left me here to babysit leave my living room a mess then when i say something to you about it you catch an attitude and try to raise your voice at me in front of your daughter now get this people so i haven't talked to her since then not surprising listening to the story is it so <laughs> that i haven't talked to her since then she hasn't said anything to me. So, I just heard some interesting thing. I just got some interesting information about her and my granddaughter. Maybe a few weeks ago from my youngest daughter. Because, you know, my youngest daughter talks to her. My second oldest daughter, the one that's right up under my oldest. For whatever reason, my daughter stopped talking to her too. And it's funny that she stopped talking to her after she helped you out with a situation. Now, all of a sudden, you done cut her off. But, 
I just found out some information about her and my granddaughter the other day that made me say, wow, karma's a bitch, ain't it? And it's not that I want my daughter to have karma, but I told her back when she was younger, when she was doing the things that she was doing, if you don't stop now, the same thing my mother told me, if you don't stop now, you're going to end up having a baby at an early age and you're not going to be able to finish school and do all the things that you wanted to do and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you're going to get these things back when you end up having your own child. That's what ended up happening. And she didn't listen to me. And slowly but surely with this six-year-old is slowly going in the direction where my daughter finally said to my youngest daughter, my, that's what she told me, that while mom said that this was going to happen, but I didn't think that it was going to, um, I don't think it was going to happen this soon. Well, shit, there's a lot of things that you don't know, but that's how life is. Um... When my daughter had my granddaughter, she ended up ricocheting back to the house because, you know, she left for a period and to be with the boy that she thought she was going to be with forever and everything. She she went back and she ended up ricocheting back. And I watched my granddaughter for maybe three, four or five months while my daughter finished high school. So she graduated from high school because I wanted her to do all of that on time. I don't want her to graduate a year late. So she still graduated from high school on time. She's a very smart girl. And right now as a mother... She's a good mother. She's very independent. She works, works hard, always got a place. Very happy that my granddaughter going on seven years old and she has not had any more children. Thank God won't he do it. I'm very happy about that. And she does a good job taking care of my granddaughter. Granddaughter be on point dress. Got shoes to match every outfit. Got a hair bow to match every pair of shoes. Um, spends a lot of time with her. This girl, if you ask me, she kind of spoiled. That's why for her fifth or sixth birthday, I asked her what she wanted, and she wanted a vacation. She didn't want a party. She didn't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. She didn't want a certain type of toy. No, she wanted to go on vacation. Um, that's why I went and bought my granddaughter some luggage. <laughs> well, for, for something, I don't even know what it was, because I know how she is. But my daughter does a very good job taking care of her. But um, the fact of the matter is that you just can't do some of the things that you do in life and think that you're going to skeet past it. It doesn't happen like that. So anyway, back to what I was originally saying. Her birthday passed a few days ago, and I was thinking, do I even want to contact her? Do I even want to text her? Not call her. And, you know, your children usually call them on their birthdays and, hey, happy birthday. But no, I said, do I even want to text her? Because I know how she is. She may not respond back, and I don't want to get my feelings hurt. That's why I purposely remove myself from people i will block people just to, just to stay a distance so i'm not feeling a certain type of way because because this is my feelings that's being involved in this and my feelings i have to live with my feelings i have to go through the day with my feelings and my thoughts and i don't want to purposely put myself in a certain type of situation that i know that i could have handled in another way but this is my daughter and her birthday so even though i ain't talked to her and you see how the the the, the last incident ended with her leaving and yeah you can get the hell out of my house because she thought she was gonna raise her voice in me i say you know what i'm gonna go ahead and text her i don't know if she's gonna respond back but i'm just gonna text her so i text her that morning maybe about six seven o'clock in the morning whatever time i got up to get ready to go swimming and stuff and um i, I even told my son to text her i said son make sure you text your sister because it's her birthday and stuff is she gonna respond back i don't know but still text your sister so we both text her about the same time the next day, well, that night, I remember the, um, sending a message to my youngest daughter saying, now, is this the right phone number? Because I'm noticing she still hasn't responded, even though I'm not totally surprised. But is, the, is this the right phone number? Just wanted to verify. She said, yep, mom, that's the right number. I said, okay. The next day came, and my son came to me and said, mom, did, uh, 
did she respond back? And I said, no. Did she respond back to you? He said, yeah, she responded back. She said, I'm sorry it took me for, you know, took me so long, but I had a great 25th birthday. And yeah, that made me feel some sort of type of way. Like, wow. Like, what the hell? I didn't even do anything. The girl act like I originally, people are talking about originally, not the last, originally. I didn't do nothing. Texas, last year, daughter graduated from Air Force. Everything was wonderful, beautiful, perfect. Me and you talking. You, matter of fact, you said to me, Mom, I know you said that you wanted me to talk a little bit more and let you know what's going on. So that's why I'm letting you know what's going on with this apartment I'm looking for and everything. Then next thing I know, I'm trying to contact her about the apartment. Ain't heard nothing. She don't want to talk to me or nothing. Last year, what the hell has happened? Birthday incident. You, you know, everybody, everybody was going to pitch in and get me this gift and then you acting weird. Don't know what happened with that. Then my auntie passed away. You come, you raising your voice and stuff. Like, what was that all about don't know you did everything to me but yet and still you treated me as if i did something to you so that so i felt a little sort of type of way and i hated that idea but that's because this is my daughter and i love my daughter and i hate i hate it i hate the things have to be that way i have a good relationship with all of my other children i would love to have it with her she's my oldest i mean do you know the things that this is what I say about my children. All of my children, I have no favorite child. And I honestly mean that from, to the, from the bottom of my heart. I don't because they all are special in their own type of ways, in their own certain ways. And they all get on my nerve in their own certain ways. They all have their own individual things that makes them special and perfect that I can go to them for and ask them. And only that, that person will be able to give me that opinion or talk to me in that type of way. And they do that as far as getting on my nerve too. They all got that one in that that those into those particular characteristics, specific characteristics that the other ones probably don't have that drive me crazy. That's why all of my kids are special in their own way and they get on my nerve in their own type of way. So my oldest, she, you, you know what she bring to the table by her being the oldest. She's been with me the longest. She's the most mature. She's smart. She got a child of her own. I should be able to communicate with her about some things. She's very independent and talk to her about, you know, a lot of things. And I feel like that has been taken away from me because of this relationship. And how do I blame myself as far as that? There has been so many times when she was 14 13 14 you know i was like oh my god why is she like this way oh my god but then at the end of the day when i was by myself i sat there and thought about it and realized that of course i had something to do with that because at times that i thought that i was doing my best i wasn't doing my best and i probably showed her some things and brought some things around her that she shouldn't have seen because my daughter is really good with everything else but when it comes to relationships she's not the best she's not the best at choosing guys and dealing with relationships and I can understand her being all over the place with that because I was all over the place with, at, with that being 17 years old trying to find myself because in addition to being the mother of her, I was Geneva and I was trying to figure out who the hell Geneva was. And then, you know, Geneva and her insecurities, Geneva and her purpose, Geneva and who the fuck is Geneva and Geneva as a parent and Geneva is just a woman and I, I was trying to figure out myself. So there's no way I could have been a perfect single parent trying to do all of this on my own and then you know meeting other people then end up having other children I mean so I know I didn't do my best because I was young but I tried I tried I tried and I braced them all together and I just tried but it doesn't matter because everyone handles things differently everyone perceives things differently they process things differently so 
and she's my oldest, like I said, so she has seen the most. Now, do I take full 100% blame because she has a father, too, that wasn't there? No, because I think that he has also, I know that he has contributed to her not being able to make good decisions as far as men and stuff, too. And like I tell her, that true enough, you know, could have done a better job or, you know, like I said, I tried. But at this point, she knows better. She knows right from wrong. So you can't just turn around and then go think that you're going to do the same thing. And these things are not going to happen to you. And I'm trying to stop that. I see the generational curse. I see the apple don't fall too far from the tree. I see that it's in the genes. And I see that my granddaughter is almost there. And I want to tell her, stop. Figure out what you're doing wrong because if not, it's gonna happen again. And then my granddaughter can end up getting older and having children. And then is she gonna end up? Is she gonna? Is her first child gonna be a girl? And she gonna end up doing it again? I, like, like I wanted to stop. You know, since I thought I was gonna stop because I looked at my mother and I seen the things that I didn't like that she did, and I tried, or did or did not like, and I tried to implement that with my daughter. But obviously, it didn't work because you think the things you know, that you've seen your parent do or not do, that you maybe you should or shouldn't implement them things, but everybody is different just because you didn't like it or it didn't work for you or did it didn't work for you. That don't mean it's not going to work for your child, but we do that because we want our children to have better or go through better than we did. So any imperfections or things that we've seen beforehand, we're going to try to take them out or put them in when dealing with our children, not fully knowing if it's going to help or not because there's no rules or regulations. There's no book to this damn thing. It is just difficult. It's difficult. And I tried. I would love to stop it. I My prayer is that it won't be like this forever. Me and my mother relationship is better now. It took a while and it took me. I think that my daughter's just doing things and she's going through things that she don't want me to see. I think she thinks I think she wants to handle certain things on her own. I think that she knows I'm not going to be okay with certain decisions that she's making and she don't want to hear my opinion. She don't want to hear anything I have to say. She just want to live her life and figure it out on her own. And uh, she's very secretive because she don't want us to know what she's doing. And not that she's smoking crack or doing anything like that, but whether the type of man that she's dealing with and she don't want us to see that because she know we're going to have something to say because she knows how we are. And it's not like I'm coming down and I yell at my girl, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing, you know, like I talk to my children because I understand she, you know, people are grown at this age. You can't just come to people any old type of way, mother or no mother, and just be yelling at people, you know, because they grown and they can do their own thing. So I try to talk to them in a certain type of way. and But... Like I said, my prayer is that it won't last. Let be be like this forever. That's my prayer, and I thank God that it didn't happen like that with my other children. They kind of looked at the relationship between me and my daughter, and they really paid attention to the things that she did. And me telling her, be careful, don't do that, because if you do this, this going to happen. If you do that, that's going to happen. Then it end up happening. And they, they paid attention to that, and they took a different role. They took the role of not dealing with any guys, not trying to deal with relationships, even though they asked, but I said, nope. Um, not going, having sex, having babies, finishing high school the way, you know, like how they should have, focusing on their career and what they wanted to do with their life. That's why my second oldest daughter is in Japan in the Navy majoring in mass communications because she want to do photography and things like that and my second oldest daughter or my youngest daughter she's in arizona in the air force um right now as a medical tech because she wants to be a nurse and stuff and they don't have children and they doing what they supposed to do and you know like
And I so I have to be thankful for that, you know, because it could have went completely south and it, you know, trickled down to the next child and drizzled on down to the next child, but it didn't. They paid attention, and I'm happy they paid attention. And I wanted my oldest daughter to pay attention to my life, but sometimes you got to keep banging your head up against the wall to figure it out. I know I sure in the hell had to. I sure in the hell had to. That's why I ended up having four children by four different men and causing a whole bunch of chaos and strife and sadness and just for myself that I didn't have to do if I would have um, just listened. But I didn't want to listen. I wanted to do things my own way. And I didn't want to tell my mom everything. So I knew she wasn't going to approve her everything. So I kept things a secret. Just like my daughter. Just just, just like her. That's why a lot of times when I get frustrated with her, like, I don't understand. Her, I don't understand. I really understand because we're a lot alike. <laughs> you know. I hate that, you know, those certain type of characteristics are the ones that she, those ones, those bad ones are the ones that she picked up for me and her daddy. She picked up wonderful ones too, but... I see it, you know, you see what's in your children that come from you and the, you know, the father, the mother, the father, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, why my children like this, why they do this, I don't understand where this comes, at the end of the day, nigga, you know, because <laughs> you know you, you know him or her, you know your whole family and the genes, period, you know where these characteristics are coming from, but anyway, hopefully this story helps someone out. I don't know. I just wanted to come and speak on it. Now that I've spoke on it, I don't plan on speaking on it again. I've done. I've released it. Um, hopefully one day she will. She'll reach out to me. And hopefully when she do, it's not because it's anything bad. Because children tend to do that. They tend to reach out when things done got bad. Mama, mama. You're like, I ain't even talked to your ass in a long time. Now all of a sudden, here you go calling because something done went wrong. Hopefully it's not that. Because I don't want her to ricochet back here with no drama. But, um... Yeah, anyway, people, I really enjoyed talking to you. Like I said, hopefully you get something out of this. And I enjoy doing these closet talks and getting a little bit personal and talking about family life because, you know, because life is a journey. And through this journey, we're trying to figure ourselves out and other people out. And it's just life. Anyway, people, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And while you have been enjoying it, could you please like and share this podcast and subscribe to Geneva's Closet if you haven't already done so right here on Anchor. And you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Stereo at what? At Geneva's Closet. And you can email me if there's anything that you want to let me know at Geneva's Closet 22 at gmail.com. You all have a fabulous day. I will talk to you later, people. Bye.